You're listening to World Radio Gardening. Now on World Radio Gardening, we head to Australia and John's taking a look at how the coronavirus pandemic has affected gardening in Australia and also how his garden's doing with the changes to the climate in the country. Climate change was bad enough, but now the world has to cope with the pandemic as well. Life has changed for all of us. But if you think things will ever settle down and go back to normal, that is the way things were a few years back, well, you're just kidding yourself. I live in Australia, in Queensland, the sunny state, on the east coast, just south of Brisbane, on two acres, and I love gardening. I used to live in Melbourne. I used to garden in Melbourne on half an acre. 2,000 kilometres further south. That's in Victoria, long known as the Garden State. Over recent years, both Victoria and Queensland, and in fact most other Australian states, have gone from being a drought state to a flood state, then to a bushfire state, and to a lockdown state. Nothing seems stable or predictable over recent years. Despite this, Australians across the board count themselves to be very fortunate. We've had less than 1,000 deaths from COVID over the past 12 months, faring so much better than most countries around the world. This has been achieved only by the strictest lockdowns though. Even one or two cases occurring have caused borders to close, state borders to close. Overseas travel has largely stopped and at times interstate travel has slowed to a snail's pace. Garden shows and garden visits have stopped everywhere across Australia since March 2020. And even garden club meetings, seminars and conferences have become a distant memory. Gardening has been a lifesaver for many people over the COVID period. It's recognised increasingly for psychological benefits it brings. More people are gardening than ever and the garden industry is selling more plants, products and services than ever before. We all know how much weather affects gardening though. There's little doubting that climate change is real amongst most people in Australia. The frequency of droughts, floods and bushfires is unquestionable and on the increase across Australia. And that's making life, including farming and gardening, more unpredictable. There are always solutions to problems though. The issue with climate change is not so much finding solutions as implementing them. Consider, for instance, we know that climate change is potentially raising average temperatures by up to 3 degrees Celsius. But we also know that greening cities can lower temperatures in those cities by up to 3 degrees Celsius. Think about it. My own garden is doing well, but I've had to adapt. 
Three years ago, we covered a large area of the garden with a completely enclosed shade structure. This has given us an area where we can grow edibles and other plants with greater control over extreme temperatures. In our subtropical location, the 30% drop in light intensity by covering with shade cloth has turned out to be simply not a great matter at all. But the fact that we can drop the temperature in hot conditions and we can buffer the temperature and keep it up a bit in cold conditions, that's allowed us to grow a lot more plants a lot better all year round. We've also built a raised treetop walk, five metres high behind our house in a rainforest. The cooling updraft of the air keeps the temperature in our raised gazebo three or four degrees Celsius lower than the other parts of the property on a hot day. I've discovered, though, that exaggerated fluctuating conditions from dry to wet has led to a build-up of some pests, notably termites at times. And as a result, that's changed the ecosystem in another part of our property. What was a dry sclerophyll forest, dominated by casuarinas 20 years ago, is seeing old, once well-established casuarinas disappear. And they're now being replaced, naturally, without us planting them, by eucalypts, melaleucas, lophostomans and callistamans. It's interesting, all of these plants that are coming in and replacing the casuarinas are from the myrtle family, the myrtaceae family. The gardening industry was vibrant pre-COVID, but even more so since. Garden shops have experienced empty shelves as they struggled to restock during COVID. The demand for competent gardeners has increased a lot. It's never been so high. There are more jobs and business opportunities in the gardening industry and not enough knowledgeable people to fill them. Perhaps employment has decreased in tourism and hospitality and some other areas. But think about gardening. If you know someone who's unemployed, tell them to think about maybe studying gardening um, and getting into that because the work is there. It's hard to predict what the world might look like post-COVID. But we do know that the experiences of today shape what comes tomorrow. That would suggest the new normal in gardening and every other aspect of our lives will not be anything like the old normal.